it's a it's a big distraction <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scalable and Saleable, where we find out what great entrepreneurs have done to scale their businesses. Stay right here for the next few minutes to leverage validated methodologies for growth and create a way more scalable and sellable business for yourself. Let's get started. Thank you again for being here. Would you mind telling our audience a little bit more about who you are and what your business is? Sure. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, first of all. So, uh, my name is John Evans. I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Catalyst Gem. So Catalyst Gem is a technology platform that really um, disrupts the international student recruitment space. It's a highly, uh, it's a high growth industry, but also very uh, fragmented and uh, and uh, disintermediated. So uh, essentially, our technology platform helps international students and their families on their study abroad journey by, by really digitally matching them with the right schools and programs and also helping them with other elements of their journey, whether it's accessing scholarships or financial aid or student loans or test preparation, then uh, students are able to complete uh, and solve a lot of their problems on our platform it's awesome uh, my my 16 year old daughter and her best friend were just talking about what country they want to go to uh college together in oh fantastic so, so yeah we will probably be tapping into into your uh, tech um uh, what do you attribute your growth to um well really uh, i started the the company or i founded the company just over 2 years ago and this was uh, you know mid pandemic and uh, you know i previously worked as uh, you know vice president of a global publishing group helping client institutions scale enrollment so so really uh, i looked at to you know my prior experience which was 3 decades in this space and i really looked at how could I utilize technology to solve problems? And I, and I felt that the biggest problem was really that uh, you had international students and their families making enormous financial and future decisions and really placing uh, high dependence on third parties who didn't necessarily align with their interests. So uh, because, you know, in our industry, we have global network of agents. If you just think about the travel industry, for example, what it used to look like, you'd have all these small travel agents scattered everywhere. It's the same in education. So but many of these uh, agents charge a lot of money and They'll, they'll, they'll tend to send students to school where they make the most money, not necessarily what's the best fit for the students. So I found mm. that technology was a way to really level the field, create more transparency and, and ensure that students could make the right decisions themselves just mm. by having access to the information that they needed to do so. Yeah, disrupting. Cool. Um, I'm sure you've learned a lot over the last couple of years and from your VP experience for all those decades, if you were coming into a brand new company today, what would be some of the first things that you think you would look into to start growing it? Uh, well, just to put some context, this is the third company that I've actually helped launch and build. So, uh, so I, I, I think, you know, ultimately, I mean, uh, the, 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 
entrepreneurial journey is a tough one and it's not for everybody of course i mean uh you know th there's a lot of pain and downside you know particularly in the early years to being an entrepreneur i mean uh you know the, the biggest thing of course not having that regular paycheck but uh but i i, I think uh you know just based on my own experience i mean uh just understanding the market researching the market making sure that you you have alignment in terms of the the problem that you're trying to solve and also that it's a big enough problem because of course a lot of people will uh, launch tech companies on the belief that they can raise a lot of capital and uh, but the reality is i mean probably only one percent of companies actually do raise capital that way so so really making sure that you're financially prepared, not for just a three month runway, but but for two, three years is, is yeah. really key. And here's the spoiler alert. It always takes about twice as long as you thought it would and costs about twice as much as Absolutely, you thought yeah. it would. And you make about half as, as much as you thought you would at the beginning. Um, uh, not always, but um, what, what do you feel most small business owners do wrong? Um, uh, I, I think it's just down to core planning. I mean, uh, again, uh, you know, even, you know, when, when I look outside of technology, of course, I mean, uh, you know, in, in, uh, other industries, I mean, uh, I, I feel that, you know, for example, I know people that opened up restaurants because they thought, you know, they, they like going out. And, uh, so I, I think having the underpinning knowledge is important. Having the research to validate that uh, you know that there is a a, a uh, an opportunity there, and ultimately planning financially so you ensure that uh, you know in six months you're not having to just give it up because you've run out of cash. You you, you know you, you forecasted that would be part of your journey, and I think uh, you know of course many entrepreneurs are just are by their true nature overly optimistic. So, so what's really helped me personally is having a good CFO who who just kind of sees the world in through a different lens and uh, and brings back that that kind of sense of reality into planning as well. Mm. Has there been a, a a book that's been most influential that you've read or listened to? Um, well, I mean, uh, I've read plenty of different books, uh, you know, uh, you know, relating to entrepreneurship over the years. I, I think uh, the, the book that I'm currently reading, though, has is, is been very interesting. It's called The Gap and the Gain. And uh, I, I can't remember the author. You'll have to look that up. But essentially, it's talking about, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, really being in that moment of, of, of of today you know not just thinking about five years ahead and uh, and being miserable because you haven't reached that point that you wanted to because as an entrepreneur I want to scale a big company but but I can't base my you know the next five years of my life on that because I'll disregard everything including my family in the process mm -hmm. so it's just about learning about the everyday wins about the fact that progress is being in the gain and 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 not in the gap and the, the gap is the kind of negative part where 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 you're you're kind of not living in the moment so so i, I found that really inspirational inspirational particularly at this stage of my journey with catalyst gem yeah uh that's well said um if you could go back in time to when you first started out three 
startups ago and say one thing to younger you, what would you say? Um, experience is good. Making mistakes is important, but learning from them is even more important. Yeah. Um, what question should I be asking you that I haven't? Um, so uh, I think, uh, you know, again, the one thing that you learn about, uh, you know, about when you're building a company, Jeff, is that, you know, there's got to be some desired goal in mind. And, uh, you know, and it's not always necessary. I want to build a hundred million dollar company because not everybody does that. Right. I mean, uh, I think it's it's more about, um, you know, what are the other objectives you have in mind when you you build a company? And for me, it starts a lot simpler. It, it's about, of course, uh, the benefit of entrepreneurship can be that I dictate my time schedule. I mean, for example, before the pandemic, I was spending 70% of my life overseas. Now I've got the choice where uh, I see more of my family than ever because I've made this choice and now I have the freedom and flexibility to do so. So I think it's important of, of, of reminding yourself daily. And I've got them written on the wall, by the way, in terms of why I'm doing this, because there are many tough, dark moments in the early days, but, uh, but I continue to remind myself why I'm doing this and, uh, and it keeps me motivated and on track. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, any parting words of advice and wisdom for the entrepreneurs watching that are in the trenches scaling right now? Look, uh, you took a decision to jump in and, and uh, whatever triggered you to do that has brought you here today. So I, I think, uh, again, uh, surround yourself with good people, you know, take criticism constructively because the biggest thing that you cannot afford in as an entrepreneur is an ego. So, so if you've got good people around you that are giving you your advice, learn to listen. I mean, listening is probably the most important skill you can have as an entrepreneur. Because an entrepreneur, we can talk a lot. We can talk about the big vision and everything. But, but listening is so much more important. And it's so hard for us to do as uh, entrepreneurs with ADD and chasing ideas and opportunities all over the place the hardest thing for us to do is sit still and listen sometimes so that is exactly. good advice <laughs>